Big Red Junkies. Well, now that we've had a week to recover from the show that we recorded and didn't put out last week, <laughs> we we did our we we did record a show last week, but uh, we did our best Scott Frost impression and got piss fucking drunk and fucked it all up. And it was uh, according to Matt because Matt was the soberest of the three of us. Uh, it was unintelligible, and uh, we were not speaking English. That, so that last third, you guys could have been talking about two different sports. <laughs> We started to each other, and it started, didn't matter. You were just like, "Why are you making noise?" I'm trying to make a point. We started taping at like eight thirty, yeah, and we were still going after one thirty, according to Matt's text messages to me. Yeah, bro, I went home at like two o'clock. I don't, I don't remember it. I don't remember going to bed. I don't remember none of it. But how you guys got home, I have no clue. But when I woke up the next morning and I had text messages from Matt at one thirty-five saying, "This isn't usable. We have to re-record this." <laughs> I had to laugh so hard. Oh. I, I was waiting for uh, so the next day it was Thursday and it was about one one thirty ish when you texted both of us and it was like, "What the hell happened last night?" And my response simply was, I was waiting for you to tell me. (laughs) Like, I was in silent mode. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything to anybody until they say something to me. And then we're going to just go from there. Because it was rough. Yeah. It was rough. I remember the first two segments were really good conversations. but Yeah, we might have to go back and find those first two segments. That third one, though. uh... (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Kind of like our team. Yeah. Woof. Well, I don't know if we have two good segments. <laughs> well, I guess that's probably accurate, but you you want to So we're we're going to recap the Oklahoma game again, <laughs> but it's going to be fucking quick. We're yeah. going to remember it this time. I was going to say and none of the three of us are drinking tonight. So. No, we're not. I think we're keep, st- keep we're still hungover one, uh, from yeah. last week. <laughs> yeah, keep this one a little more simple. <laughs> for sure. You want me to just blow through these over-unders for the Oklahoma Oh, yeah. Just blow them. All right. <laughs> blow, blow the fuck out of them, dude. Uh, we had Oklahoma sacks at three and a half. They ended up with, or they only had four. I mean, the only quote, whatever. They had four in the first half. We, you know, if you want to take some positives, we didn't give up any in the second half. Oh, my God. Thank you for the positives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt and myself took the over on that. Oklahoma yards per carry rushing, 5.31. They had 5.8. The fans were the only one that took the over on that one. Good call. First half spread was Oklahoma minus seven and a half. I don't really need to tell you what it actually was. That Jesus. was really bad. Oklahoma or uh, BJ. Second half we would have been all right. Yeah, that's because they basically turned the car off and pulled it over on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, BJ, you were the only one that took the over on that one. The punt returns. We actually had a punt return for the first time all year. Except that it went for minus one yard. Fucking negative. So proud. <laughs> so Somehow I was he so excited got though. Worse. Yeah. You were excited for what? I was like, wait, wait, he's not waving. He's not <laughs> waving. There's a chance. Oh, and then he falls backwards. Yeah. yeah the look on BJ's face was so defeated um, when that happened. He was like, the fuck. The look on my face was just more shocked that he attempted to. Not. Not just the fact that he went backwards, the fact that, oh, wait, was that actually an attempt? Does that count? I think we're going to see a lot more of that moving forward because right now, yeah. what do they have to lose? Blah, blah, blah. No, what, are, what do they have to lose? It's all about get out well, there and make a fucking play. One yard last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to agree with you, but Jesus Christ, it's so fucking bad. More than this. one yard, the ball, the game. It... Yeah. Uh, Nebraska third down conversions. I had it at fifty percent because they were Nebraska had actually been pretty good all season. Uh, they were averaging sixty percent on the season. Uh, they had thirty five point two percent. I was the only one that took the under. Nebraska rushing yards at one hundred and forty nine and a half. They had one hundred and sixty three. Um, everybody took the over except for this dumb fuck that's talking. Um, <laughs> Trey Palmer receiving yards seventy five and a half. He had ninety two. 
Everybody took the over except for the dumb fuck that drinks a lot on this show. Wait, that's all of us. Hang I was going to say, which one are you talking <laughs> about? I mean, Matt. Well, <laughs> glad to know where I stand. Um, Isaac Gifford tackles. Of course, the one time we highlight him, he's having a good season so far. He doesn't really show up very much. Uh, he only had three three tackles. We had it at seven and a half. BJ, you're the only one that took the under. And who will have more passing yards, Nebraska or Oklahoma? Don't really know if we need to say who it was, but uh, Matt and the fans were the only one that took Oklahoma. How many total yards did we actually give up to them? Total yards was over 500, but... I was wondering if it was over seven. No, 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 no. It felt like it. Well, they again, didn't move the ball they, much they in the fourth quarter. They shut her down so. at halftime. Yeah, yeah like it, that was really the big thing is that they just kind of stopped after a while. And If uh, they wanted to hang up 80 points, they probably could have. Yeah. Uh, yes, they could have. And then they and then they waited and last week shit the bed against Adrian Martinez at Kansas State. They, they had 580 against us. Damn. Yeah. Damn, damn, Adrian damn. Adrian Martinez had That's the game of his life last week. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about Adrian Martinez, so it is what it is. Um, looking forward to this. This weekend, I almost pulled the trigger and got some tickets the other day. I'm just – I feel like if there's going to be one game maybe we have in the in the meat of this schedule that we could potentially catch, it's the, probably this one. So especially especially as a home game because, yeah. you know, Rutgers is a possibility as well, but that's not at home. So, And I ain't going to Rutgers. <laughs> I know somebody that is, but do no. you? Yeah, a coworker of mine. Nice. Well, I want to know what your thoughts are just initially on Indiana. Um, they are. They, it's kind of one of those. Uh, the good side of them is their defense. Not that it's great. The bad side of them is their offense, specifically their offensive line. They don't really have much of a running game. Uh, their quarterback has the most passing attempts in the entire country so far this year. Um, so that's not great for us because our pass defense is fucking atrocious. Um, Ryan Helinski and, uh, Kyle Van Trees, two quarterbacks we've already faced <coughs> is also in the top five of most pass attempts. So, you know, that does not look good or promising for us in our defense. <laughs> at least we know what we're looking at. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's kind of one of those, like, the good for Indiana is their defense. The good for Nebraska is our offense. The bad for Nebraska is our defense. The bad for Indiana is our is their offense. So it's, it's a good fit. It's like good's gonna go against good, bad's gonna gonna go against bad, and you know who's gonna break basically. Well, we'll see. But uh, the one thing that you know, I I always like to try to come up with these weird people that went to these schools. And Indiana has a couple of really like bad ones. Um, other, I mean, Joe Buck like is, bad people. Oh God! <laughs> like jo- Joe Buck's not a bad person, but he went to Indiana. That's yeah. debatable. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I think, I think not whether or not one, he went to Indiana. The only yeah. one that I know off the top of my head is Mark Cuban went there. Mark Cuban went that there. Sure. That, that was another one that I was gonna say. The uh, again, somebody that's not terrible, but I'm just uh, the current. Which you know, I just thought this was weird. The current president of Ireland went uh, graduated from Indiana. Um, that's very. That's a that's a super obscure one. Yeah, I, I learned that so, Ireland has a president today, so yeah. that's cool. And by the way, he has the same birthday as me. It's not the same age, but okay. both have the same birthday. But uh, you should give him a call. <laughs> I'm gonna text him on half. What up, birthday, happy brother? Birthday. Uh, as far as horrible, horrible people that went to Indiana, uh, you know Jared Jared Fogle is no the subway guy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> He's eating different footlongs now. He he, he went to uh, Indiana. Also, do you know who Jim Jones is? No, the Colt guy. You know, you know, you know where the the phrase "Don't drink the Kool Aid." Drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, that guy. Yikes! Who killed a whole bunch of people? Well, the, the, a funny story. That really I, bad. A funny story <laughs> that I was told about <laughs> Mark Cuban going there. Uh, a guy that I used to work with at Pack Life. He went. He was in the same same fraternity as Mark Cuban. After obviously long after he had been there. But who? Jim Jones and Mark Cuban? <laughs> no. Who are you talking? About? 
I'm I'm off Jim Jones. Okay, I'm but, talking about Mark Cuban. Well, I've you said somebody story. else is on the in the same fraternity. Yeah, a guy I used to work with. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> My bad. You gotta, I you swear to God, I'm not thing. drinking. I swear to God. Um, so it begins. No, I was saying, I was saying. So he he was in the same fraternity probably about ten to fifteen years after Mark Cuban had left, and Cuban would come back and party there all the time, and so the story goes the way that he tells it is Mark Cuban actually made his first million basically turning every bar and club in Indiana and in wherever where wherever Indiana University is. I don't know where that is. Indiana? It's in Bloomington, Indiana. Bloomington, there you go. There's, it's just one big city. Every every it's, bar it's and, in Indiana. Every every bar and <laughs> every bar and nightclub and fraternity house into basically a cocaine ring. And that's how he got his start. Okay. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> sure. So Dallas Mavs bought on the <laughs> bought on the back of some cocaine, probably. Well, no, the Dallas Mavs were bought off the that website that he had started, oh, for sure. that broadcast company that he started. But one of the million that he's done. Oh God, yeah, he's he's made a couple of dollars, just a few. Any other weird statistics that? Go along with Indiana that have to do with their football team? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, like I said, it's they're, they're they're not a great they're not a very good team. They uh, what happened to this team that was so good three years ago? But were they? They won like eleven games. Well, they, they beat Ohio State. They were fucking good. The, it was the one year that they had Michael Penix, who's now at Washington, who's playing really really well. Yep. I cannot wait Tra- for that game. Transfer Friday portal night. happened. Well, I mean, yes, but at the same time, it was the one year Michael Penix had a healthy season. All the other seasons that he played there, he was injured and missed half the season. And um, I remember when I was doing this show with with Lee back in the day, Michael Penix was there, and and I it was for coming up to the Nebraska Indiana game, and I was talking about this quarterback that is possibly going to play, and if you if you extrapolate his stats. By quarter, he was averaging like 150 yards passing per quarter. Jesus. Of, of the ones that he was actually able to play. It was something like that. Just I, hurt all the time. Yeah, it was just he could never finish a game. He could never stay consistent as far as being healthy. And, you know, in answer to your question as far as what happened to them from a few years ago, it was that was the one year Michael Penix stayed healthy. Yeah, but one guy doesn't make a football team go eleven. Yeah, but one. they carried that team. They they had also had a really big running back, Stevie, uh, Stevie somebody. I can't. Stevie Nicks. No, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I can't remember what the running back was. He was a, one of those really big bowling ball type guys. Gotcha. Um, they had a couple of really good linebackers on that team back then, but Michael Penix was just he was just one of those guys that you know he was the st- straw that stirred the drink. And he he put that team on his back and he carried that team like crazy. That was really what, like I said, it was lightning in a bottle. Him staying they, healthy. They still and have the same coaching staff, don't they? Yeah, yeah. That's wild because I remember he was up for he won or was up for coach of the year that year. I he, he won, didn't he didn't win it. He won Big Ten coach of the year that year. Didn't probably that, that, probably, probably probably that yeah. That was the year that they should have gone to the Big Ten title game, yep. but the Big Ten changed the rules halfway through it just to cater to Ohio State, and it was a bunch of fucking bullshit. But <laughs> I understand money and all that stuff, but if you set the rules going into the season, then you need to leave the rules throughout the rest of the season. But that's that's college football, I guess. So Especially in the Big Ten. Well, it's college football in general. It's not just the Big Ten. I mean, it, again, I understand money, and they needed to get Ohio State into the college football playoff and all those things, but if everybody knows the rules going into it, then that's the way the rules should be the rest of the season. Don't, don't seven weeks into the season be like, well, we're going to change it for this just because we want to make sure that like, – no. Yeah. That that was fucking bullshit. But well, do you know of anything? Have you heard of anything changes wise? I mean, obviously we had a a D coordinator change mm-hmm. this this bye week. But do you know of anything that is really a a major change for us? As far as sh- I know, there was some shuffling on the offensive line. I know yeah. that there's been some talk of personnel changes on the defense. The the only real uh, starting 
situation that changed was on the offensive line with Ethan Piper moving to left guard, and he's now currently the starter mainly because Kevin Wills, uh, Kevin Williams is injured. He had surgery on a little sprained ankle type stuff. Uh, Mickey Joseph said he's going to be out two to three weeks ish. Um, so they move Ethan Piper from the center to the starting left guard. Uh, Cochran uh, will be the starting left tackle with Prohaska being out for the rest of the year. Uh, the other changes were mainly just backup roles. Omar Brown moved up to the nickel spot. Uh, Chris Kalarvik moved up to the backup, uh, one of the backup inside linebackers. Um, stuff like that. No, nothing as far as starting lineup has really changed. Just more guys pushing somebody from the backside. Um, I, I'm I'm very... Uh, Matt's over here giggling because you said guys pushing somebody from the backside. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have I'm the cu- emotional and <laughs> maturity of a 12-year-old for me. No, I'm the same way. Because honestly, as I was saying it, I was restraining my own giggles. I mean, it's like me at work. Every time somebody comes out on their porch and I say, I got a package for you, I, I giggle <laughs> on the inside every time. So <laughs> This one doesn't get old. No, I got a it doesn't. And and if, especially if I have a big package or a little package, I go. I got a little package for you. I got a big package for you. But yeah, no, I'm the same way. I get a little guy. Don't even worry about yep. that little guy. No, it's all I got. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I I'm very curious. Uh, our our running back buddy Ted Nugent uh, asked us the other day what kind of uh, changes is Bill Bush going to be able to make to improve this defense. And I really don't know that there's a whole lot of changes you can do in the middle of the season. Um, there, I know that they're trimming it down. They're that, trimming the playbook down I was going to say, lot. other than simplifying it, I don't know how many changes you really can do. Because you can't change, like, the terminology did you, well, and that's, things like that. Did you that. watch it's, his press conference yesterday? He uh, the press conference? Two, yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Um, I, I thought one of the things that I liked the most about when he started talking was um, – he was very energetic, just like what Mickey's looking for, which mm-hmm. obviously that was kind of, you know, we know they had the LSU connection before coming here. Yep. Um, but the energy that he seemed to be bringing, and then he, he talked pretty pretty directly about the fact that the basics weren't there. The basics weren't being yeah. practiced. The basics weren't being implemented or talked about. And I liked that he said, you know, the first thing I had to do was come in and learn their terminology because he wasn't in the in the defensive yeah, room at all. Yep. Prior, so he he took the time to instead of trying to make it happen his way, he took the time to learn their lingo mm-hmm. and wants to implement just the basics. And he, you know, gap integrity and making making tackles. This the most simple fundamental things in seventeen missed tackles in the Oklahoma game. Yeah, like I that's I I think that's more than what more what it is than anything else. It's just simplifying. Whether it's terminology, I mean, hell, one of the things he talked about, I don't remember if it was in the Tuesday press conference or today, uh, he talked a little bit after practice, and it was more of, well, okay, let me backtrack even further. After the Oklahoma game, he talked about how uh, it was on him, Mickey Joseph, that is, it was on him where he realized in the second half that he should have slowed down our offense to be able to give our defense a little bit of a break. And I thought Whipple took that away from him a little bit on Tuesday. Well, when he was asked about the it. players took that away from him. He he's all, but no, but I mean specifically making yeah. that call because Whipple's like, hey, look, you got the, the game. Sometimes dictates the the tempo at which you're going to move. And at he he said in that game, it wouldn't have really mattered. Well, no, I, I'm not. I don't know that when Mickey said that he thought that if he would have changed it, the game would have you know they would have won. But it might have changed the trajectory of the game as far as like how basically boring the second half was. Yeah, um, it would have made the first half just as boring, probably. <laughs> but you know, it maybe would have had a little bit of intrigue in the second half, or at least yeah. through half of the third quarter. Who knows? But uh, I think that's one of the big things about this upcoming game is how much of that is going to happen in this game where we slow down what our offense is going to do to be able to give our defense a break because we're going to have to because Indiana runs 
more plays than just about anybody in the entire country. I mean, we already talked about. So they're rated second in in most plays run so per far? game. Yeah, some it's either second or third. Yeah, it's it's a shit ton. I mean, again, their quarterback Connor. It was ba- plays Basilek. per minute. That's what it was. Yeah. Plays per minute. But Connor Bazelak, again, he he has the most pass attempts in the entire country so far this Damn. year. So they run a shit ton of plays. But the difference is, though, yes, they run a shit ton of plays, but they're not necessarily that effective. Because, like, I think it was yes, last week they had 104 plays and they only averaged, like, 3.5 yards per play. Jesus. So is it's it, not is like... Is it a lot of short game passes? or is Pretty it just, much. I mean, it's... They just missed that many. Like, what's his... It's kind of like year one and two under passing Frost percentage. Here. Oh, his passing percentage is only like fifty four percent. So probably a little bit of Damn. both. Then. Yeah, a lot of deep balls, but not that many that work out. No, it's it's really not. It's it's a lot of dink and dunks type stuff. But the problem is, that's what Kyle Van Treese and Georgia Southern did. And oh yeah, so who the hell knows? I mean, hell, we talk about a quarterback that doesn't complete a whole lot of passes, but then they go up against us. Well, that's Tanner Morgan at Minnesota who's typically a garbage quarterback for an entire season, and then he plays against us. He looks like a superstar. And he throws for 85%. Like, who knows? Because, But that's part of the simplifying our defense. And, again, with a terrible offensive line that Indiana has, can we actually get pressure on the quarterback? That's one of the big questions that we'll have. I have no idea. Another thing that I took from the press conference that I really liked and what Whipple was talking about was there was a lot more focus this week put on communication between Casey Thompson and the um, running backs and the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Just overall communication with them. And he talked – He something I thought the, he said that was really interesting was our guys weren't getting beat physically. They were getting beat because they weren't – they were out of position. They He said – he mentioned that they'd shift the line – and then they'd be out of position, and yeah. they, they were getting beat technically, not physically. And I thought that was interesting that he he kind of made a point to say that. Yeah, I that I I heard the same thing, and I was just like, well, I mean, there there was a part of me that wanted to be like, is he just trying to be nice and pump up his guys, or yeah, because I saw Bryce Benhart get beat well three or four times. If the ball's getting like snapped, then Bryce Benhart's getting rush. beat. Yeah, so I mean that's. That's a low bar right there. I don't I don't know if that's how accurate of a portrayal that is for the rest of the team. <laughs> Sorry, but that's just reality. You're not wrong. I mean, You're not wrong. It's bad. I, I I really don't like crushing a kid that badly, but it's bad. Yeah, he's been really 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 subpar this year. There's there, there's no other way around it. I mean, I know that I somewhat semi-jokingly had that question at the beginning of the year, how many penalties will he have because he had so many last year. He's he actually, had, he he's had actually, two in the Oklahoma he's game. He's actually kind of okay. He's I think, no, he, he did. I, I don't know if I've actually gone through the Oklahoma penalties, but I don't think he did actually have those penalties in the Oklahoma game. He's only had two or three on the season. But I know for a fact he had but he's been a turn start. But he's been a turnstile. Yeah. It doesn't matter about the penalties. He's been a turnstile. Yep. To be fair, though, so has pretty much the rest of the offensive line, too. But, yeah. yeah. Well, when one of them, when your left tackle is playing hurt and shouldn't be out there, you, you're kind of going to give him a little bit of a pass. Yes. But the rest of it, there's no there's no sense made of any of the rest of it. No. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I was just looking at it. So, Indiana ran 104 plays last week. They averaged 3.35 yards per play against Jesus. Cincinnati. Well, I'm kind of excited to hear what your over-unders are that you've got made up for this game since their offense sounds to be pretty damn lackluster. I actually only got six questions just because, as you know, I've been a little stressed this week. Just a um, little. Some household stuff, and uh, I kind of ran through a handful of them, that, as many as I could. But uh, let me get my pen out so I can write these down. <laughs> All right, Nebraska rushing yards. 199 and a half. Basically, are we going to get to 200? We're averaging 193 per game, and they are giving up 149. I put it at that because, I again, are, is Nebraska going to slow the game down? That's that's kind of why I 
are we going to have an emphasis on running the ball? I understand our offensive line situation and everything else, moving certain guys, Teddy Prochaska out, Ethan Piper moving over full-time. But if Mickey Joseph comes out and says that he wants to run the ball more to slow the games down, especially against a team that runs a shit ton of plays, to be able to give our defense a rest, are we going to be effective? And that's I think, is going to be the big key to this game. Well... If they're only averaging, you know, less than three and a half yards a, a play, and no, 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 this is Nebraska. No, 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 I understand that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm simply saying. I'm, I apologize. I don't think we're going to have to be focused on slowing this game down as much because they're going to get off the field on their own. If they're, if they're only, if they're averaging less than three and a half yards a play, but they're not really getting off the field. They're averaging like fifty-seven percent on third-down conversions. So I mean, they're, it's not like they're bad on third down conversions. I mean, they they are they're still moving the ball. Sure. It's just that it's it's literally like four yards at a time. You know, they they are on the season they're averaging like four and a half, four point eight yards uh, per play. So what are they averaging score wise? Up uh, they I think they got one hundred and fifteen points on the season. Through three games. Yeah, they got a yeah they got 115. The other team has 117. Damn. So it's pretty so, much 50 50. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the same. they're scoring 35 points a game, 37 points a game. That's pretty fucking impressive. Um, I don't know. I don't see us getting to the 200 mark on on running. I'm going to take the under. Okay. Uh, same boat. I mean, 200 is a pretty high number. By the way, they're um, averaging 28.8 points per game. Oh, they played four games. Yeah, Duh. I yeah, was thinking no, three. I two hundred is a pretty high mark, and especially if they're going to put up that many points, we're going to have to keep up with them. So, who was it they played this last week? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's right. So a good team. Um, there's a part of me that wants to go under because of the AJ Allen injury, but. With what Gabe Irvin was able to do, I know it was garbage time, but it was still twos against twos, and he was still able to play really well. And you love Gabe Irvin. I do love Gabe Irvin. I like <laughs> Ramir Johnson more than Gabe Irvin, but Ramir Johnson apparently doesn't exist on I this think team. He's dead. So he he might be. I don't know. Um, I I think he's on the same milk carton as Isaiah Garcia Castaneda because he's been he, out there he's been out there but does yeah, we've we've seen him physically alive yeah but the same thing can be said with ramir he's out there on special teams it's just that he doesn't have anything to do other than that so. it doesn't help that garcia castaneda dropped like two or three balls in a row that were thrown in his direction you're gonna lose the faith of your quarterback pretty fast if you're dropping balls that are hitting you square in the numbers well i think it also helps that Trey Palmer has turned into the player that he is. And yeah. uh, I think I saw a graphic that he has the most catches through four games, through the first four games of the season than any player in Nebraska history. Jesus. So he, I think he's got like 28. I mean, we don't have a ton of super star no. prolific wide no, receivers out still. there. So it's not that hard to beat, but that's still damn impressive. Absolutely. Especially for a guy that we were questioning whether or not he was actually worth a shit coming Absolutely. in. Absolutely. That we just weren't sure if he was going to translate to a full-time the guy that everybody was expecting him to be. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually going to go with the over because of the gay bourbon. Um, I, I just like the way that he runs. I think he can be a good uh, replacement for A.J. Allen as much as I love the way A.J. Allen has come in there, but... I'm going to go with the over. Uh, what I was talking about with how many plays Indiana runs. Uh, Indiana averages 84 plays per game. They had 104 last week. I'm going to put it at 85 and a half. Because the likelihood of them getting up to 104 is, I mean, 100 plays. Hell, even over 90 plays is a shit ton. Yeah. For any what is what, are, what did we give up to Oklahoma plays-wise? Uh, give me a second. Because my guess would be that that was, that's probably our highest one of the season so far, and I bet it's not even sixty-five. So, so we gave up eighty-four plays. We gave up eighty-six to Georgia Southern, 80, eighty-five to Northwestern. Holy balls! So, so what was the over/under? Eighty-five and a half. <laughs> Pretty much, it's right, right at right, those right numbers. Fuck. Again, this is a team that. Likes to run a shit ton of plays. I'm going like to go over. You said I'm plays per minute. They, they're they like one or two in the country. Yeah, now that you 
I, I feel like I'm just following. I didn't realize we put that many. I, I didn't realize we were giving that many plays away in the games prior to Oklahoma. Yeah. I feel like I'm just following BJ around, but I'm going over too. <laughs> now that you pretty much pegged it right in the middle of where we've been on the season, and they <laughs> yeah, like to run a hundred plays a game. Kind of. I mean, didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. I mean, they average an 84. Especially Northwestern, I didn't see I mean, Indiana averages 84 per game. So that 104 was kind of an anomaly as far as the amount. Even with 104, they're only, quote-unquote, only averaging 84 per game. So it's not like they were averaging like they would do like 80, 85, 85, and then 104. Now they They just... 85, 85, 65, and 104. I got it. (laughs) <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I will. I'll go over it too. I don't think it's going to be that far over. If they, I, I'd be kind of surprised if they get to ninety, but I think it'll be over eighty-five and a half. But I see this game looking pretty similar to the Georgia Southern game. So sadly, I'm trying to do too. Uh, first half point spread. I know you really like this one. I know the uh, point spread for the game is roughly five, four, six. It's kind of bouncing around right now. Um, first half point spread, I got it at my, uh, Nebraska minus three and a half. I like it. I'm going over. Um, I I take Nebraska in that one easy. Um, I think if we're gonna have any chance at winning this game, we're gonna we're kind of gonna kind of get up a couple scores early, and then coast. So I'll give you one stat real quick before you answer, Matt. Indiana, 61% of the opponent's points are coming in the first half. Damn. So they're basically giving up the majority of their points in the first half, and then they score a shit ton in the second half. That's why, like I said, it's 115 to 117 so far on the season with Indiana and their opponents. Um it's really a tale of two halves for them where it takes them an entire half to really get going. So it makes sense for if we were to jump out to an early lead, it makes sense for that to happen in the first half. Has Nebraska covered a point spread yet? This year? For the entire game? No, no. for the first half. No. Oh, I don't know what No, we did we did that uh the first time I did the point spread we did against North Dakota. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so I mean, I don't know about an official point spread. My point not, spreads, we have yes. not covered an official point spread. Yet. Yeah, so I'm going to. But go, I, I have, I've, I don't know where to find the official first half spreads. But not. I'm going to go under, or I'm, I guess I'm going to take Indiana on that one. Matt's taking Indiana and three and a half points. Uh, we I, could very well be tied at halftime again. Absolutely, uh, but because of the whole like Indiana gives up the majority of their points in the first half. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with Nebraska on that one. The number four question every single week: punt return yards. Nope, not getting me with this one. <laughs> you putting it at zero and a half? I actually left it at five and a half, just like last time. I thought about dropping it, but I figured I'm gonna keep it at five and a half, and then I'm gonna drop it next week if we don't do it again. BJ, you're not gonna you're not gonna take I'm, the over. My biggest thing is this. I'm just not convinced that if they're going to run the same style or even more efficient of an offense than what Georgia Southern did, we might not make them punt the whole fucking game. And, so, and now we technically don't have a special teams coordinator. Uh, yeah, we do. That analyst moved into that role. No, the analyst moved into the wide receiver role. The wide receivers coach. No, for I saw a different guy. His name is like Con- last name is Connor. No, I don't know. Just hold on. For the first I'll, I'll time in three years, you're taking the under on. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Punt return. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Like, do I need to change the I'm number? Doing it just so he goes to the over. Like, no, no. <laughs> I, I said, I said. My reason was, my reason is, I don't know that we will make them punt. No, my my point is, I don't know that I can ask this question without you saying over. No, that's so all right. That's, <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. This is gonna be the one week that we have a big punt return. So I'm gonna take the over. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna take the over. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm probably sealing my own fate here, but I I, I just can't do it. We're going to have like a punt f- return for a touchdown. I, I finally broke him with this he, with this well, question. Well, you did. the team broke <laughs> The me. negative two yards less against one. Oklahoma. Negative one. Whatever. Give him some credit. Yeah, so much credit. <laughs> I... 
Like a beaten dog. As much as I feel like I should take the over now because you took the under, <laughs> I, I'm gonna stick to covered. I'm gonna stick to my guns of prove it until you until otherwise. I'm gonna take the under until they give us the over. <coughs> yeah, I I just don't I I'm beaten down on that question now. Uh Number five, because I already kind of talked about the Gabe Irvin stuff, uh, I figured since he's going to be playing a whole lot more now with A.J. Allen out, Gabe Irvin rushing yards against Oklahoma. He had 60 yards. I just put it at 59 and a half. So basically, will he get 60 plus? No. Why? Do you think he's not going to play as much? or I, I Yeah, I don't think he's going to get as much of an opportunity. I think we're going to be a kind of a one running back team this week. Well, that'd be something new for us. Not really, though. I mean, A.J. Allen was not getting a ton of snaps until last week. But he was getting seven, eight, nine snaps. Yeah. Ten snaps. Okay. Yeah, but Gabe Irvin only got seven last week. Yeah, and he busted off two big plays yeah. against against a, a, a second and third string team. With, with second and third string guys blocking for him. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I, okay. I'm taking under on that. You said sixty and a half. No, fifty nine and a half. Nah, same so thing. will I'm, he get to I'm, sixty? I'm going to go under on that because I think he's going to get more carries than the seven that he got against Oklahoma. But doesn't mean that he's going to. You know. Yeah. Joey Connors is our new special teams coordinator. He was the cool quality control guy. Call, call his mom and tell him he has a job because <laughs> she has no idea. I, that's great. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just saying, we we do still have a special teams coordinator. The thing is, the way that our special teams was were before this, especially our punt return yards, did we have one previous? I mean, because it wasn't very good. Well, punt returning is not the only thing that you do on special no, teams. No, it's not, but what was our... Our, what, our punting of- and our kicking has been... In- okay. Vast improvement. Kickoff returns was that any good? Has that been any good this year? The punting and the kicking specifically has been a tremendous improvement over. Is that the only part of special teams? It's the biggest part. It's the biggest part. It's the biggest part. Yes, absolutely. I disagree. Um, Kicking extra points in field goals—that's great—is a way, way, way more important part of the football game than returning punts. I disagree. I don't see a lot of points scored on punt returns. Because we don't return punts. I'm talking about in football. In we general. can return if you you, if you can return general. a punt. You can score points. Who are the leading? You can sc- score more points on a punt return than you can on a field goal. Who are all the leading scorers in the history of football? Field goal kickers. They're all kickers. Yeah. So they're not punt returners. Cool. So that means they're more important. Okay. <laughs> Again, I disagree, but whatever. <laughs> Those are actual points. Yeah. Matt, what what do you, what did you end up saying with the Gabe Irvin? Uh, I don't see him having more than ten carries. I don't. I, I don't see him having more than six yards of carry. So I'm gonna go under. Okay. Math. Math. Maths. Matt. What the math? No, I was gonna say his name is Matt, not Math. <laughs> it's pronounced Math. <laughs> I was just looking up uh, AJ Allen. He had 58 yards, 76 yards, and 49 yards. In the last three games. So, I mean, it's not like he was... And I think he's better than Gabe Irvin, so... It's not like he was terribly off of as far as being a second running back. But. I think you set the number in a, in a good spot. Agreed. I think he'll probably be around the 50-yard mark. I could, yeah, I could see him getting 45. I 60 just feels a little high. I think since I went the over on the Nebraska rushing yards of 199.5, I should probably take the over, so I'm going to go with the If we're going to go over that number, which I did take the under on, but if we're going to go over that number, I totally agree with you. That He will be over that. That's kind of my rationale while I'm going to – why I, I do believe that. I don't, I'm not trying to say that he's going to go for like 80, 90, 100 yards. I'm just – be pretty cool if he did. Fuck it. Yeah, rip, rip one off and run to the house on one carry, man. I don't I'll care. take it. This is one of those where I'd love to be proven wrong. <sighs> yeah. This would this would be a really awesome game to just be a feel good game like Northwestern was for Did us you last just year. Go put the Kool Aid back in the fridge for once. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Like I, I'm not saying that's what I believe is going to happen. I'm saying it would be really awesome if this could just be a feel good game. Every week. Well, we we need it badly. Not yeah. not just the fact that we just need a feel good game, but you look at the schedule and 
There's not a whole lot of wins. Whipple made that comment in the <laughs> left about, on the schedule about the bye week. He's like, he's like, well, you really wish you could win a game before a bye week because yep. it sticks with you a little bit longer. It makes you feel good. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, last question I got: Indiana passing yards, two hundred eighty-five and a half. Nebraska averages giving up two hundred eighty. Indiana averages two hundred ninety-two on on the season per game. What did Georgia Southern get against us? Uh, like seven thousand. <laughs> it wasn't that like much. That. Actually, was just on that page too. Hold on. Georgia Southern had four hundred nine. And you said it at what two seventy something two eighty five. Uh, Oklahoma had two hundred sixty eight. Northwestern had three hundred fourteen. I'm going over. I'm going over because, like you mentioned, they aren't that good at running the ball, and they throw the ball a shit ton. So even though they're dinking and dunking, I I, I still think if they have any receivers that can get yards after the catch, they're they're gonna find some holes to play with. I think. I, I obviously would put this number a lot higher if they were averaging more because like, it's it's really weird that he, he would have Connor Bazelak would have the most pass attempts on the entire season in the country, and they're under but they're under three hundred per game. Yeah, that's a little confusing. It's like well, a, he's a, also only completing what did you say 54 percent, fifty three, fifty three and a half. Yeah. But they've also that's, played that's a lot of missed throws. A couple of football teams that actually have a defensive secondary. So yeah, Cincinnati's got a good defense. For that reason, not like they have been, but yes. For that reason, I'm also taking the over. Like yards per attempt for him. I think you could have set this at 300, and I'd still take the over. Yards per attempt for Connor Bazelak at Indiana is uh, 5.8 on the season. He was 4.2 last week, and he threw 66 passes. Against Cincinnati, it's like Jesus. That's and he threw for two hundred and eighty yards. Like he threw sixty six passes, and it was only for two hundred and eighty yards. Yeah. It's like God damn, dude. That's because he was playing. <laughs> against That's a lot of swing secondary. passes. Yes, I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going over on it. This is. I'll I'll, I'll copy you on this, Jed. Prove it. Prove to me that you can shut some of this down and stop giving up these gash plays. I really, really, really want to take the under on this because I, you know, you talk about putting the Kool-Aid down. I might be drinking some right now. I want to believe that they are changing some things on the defense. Not wholesale changes because I don't believe that there can be wholesale changes on the defense, but I just think simplifying things. I think tackling and practice is a wholesale change. Yeah. That's, that's some you can't make them worse. The only thing you're risking by tackling in practice is injuries. Mm -hmm. And who gives a fuck if you're terrible at football whether or not you're injured? Well, yeah. (laughs) I I mean, maybe you do, but... No, 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 no. But but what I'm saying is, if they're not going to make tackles while they're out there anyway, it doesn't really fucking matter if they're on the field. Mm -hmm. So as much as I want to say the under, I'm going to go... What you just said, prove it. So I'm I'm going with the over as well. You got to shut them down. Yeah, I... It's it's it, and again. It pains me to say this because you know how much I love the secondaries coach for Nebraska. They, but the secondary is fucking bad. Yeah, it's been bad. I two more that I think you could have done on there. Just off the top of my head, I think do we get back to being efficient on third down? Mm-hmm. You know, I I would probably set that over under because I think we were averaging what some like sixty percent before the Oklahoma game, and then we came in at like thirty five. Yeah, we we were at sixty percent going into the Oklahoma game, and we yeah it was thirty five. I'm trying to look to see what Indiana gives up. On uh, they give up forty one percent. Damn. So yeah, I mean, I would I would say over under. Do we get back to fifty? Do we get back to fifty percent? So you want to do third down, third down efficiency, fifty percent. So you want to put the number back at fifty? Yeah. Okay, because that's what we did last week. I was, was I would say yeah at, at fifty. I think okay. that's a, that'd be a really good question. That's something that I think is going to be necessary for us to do two things this week. If we are going to try and play the clock game a little bit more, we're going to have to be efficient on third down and stay on schedule. Yes. But the other side of that is, if we're going to score, we're going to have to be efficient on third down. So what would you say on the over under on that? I think I think it's going to go back over. Okay. 
I I'm gonna go with the under just because uh, the way it doesn't mean that we can't be successful with still getting under. Because, I mean, hell, again, look at Indiana, what they're doing with the amount of plays that they're running and the fact that they're, the scoring difference is just two points. Yeah. They, they're they converting 47% of their third down. So, I mean, they're still being successful even if they're not above 50%. So, it just with me taking the under on 50% doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be 30, 35% yeah. like it was against Oklahoma, but I, I don't know that we're going to get to 50%, so I'm going to go with the under on that. What do you think, Matt? I've, I honestly feel like we're going to be within a couple of points one way or the other. Yeah. So I'm just going to... It's a good number. Yeah, that's I actually just, a really good... Yeah. I'm going to flip a coin and say over. Well, I didn't but, see I didn't see a coin flip the there. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Under, you said? Over. Oh, I'm sorry. Too busy another question jokes I, out there. Another question I'd throw on there um, <laughs> is Casey Thompson um, yards, total yards. I was going to say rush, rushing and passing because they have shown an increase almost every week to get him involved in the running game a little bit. And whether it's intentional Wait, or whether it's Oklahoma? dictated, I mean, there were two called quarterback draws. Two, whoa. That's a lot. Twice as many as That's well. a lot for a dude that we didn't think was going to run the ball at all at Nebraska. He, and he, it still shocks me that he's as quick as he is. Yeah. And he had minus 30 rushing yards against Oklahoma. <laughs> I didn't say they were good runs. <laughs> Did not say they were good runs. But I he mean, had what, six attempts, eight attempts? Uh, he had five. Five? Five, five rushes. So my... my but the problem I'm, is, is that's five rushes. He had he got sacked four times. That means he only ran the ball once. Yeah, okay. There you go. So... <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm saying is I think that... Um, I think his total yards number... Because he's averaging, what, basically 275 a game passing right now? 265? Something like that. So I would say um, maybe like total yards over under... 280, 285. Sorry, my mic is about to fall off this table. <laughs> uh, jerking around over there. Yeah, that's it. Let's see. He is passing the ball. He's averaging 248. And then running the ball. So it's really 248 because rushing the ball per game, he's averaging minus five yards a carry or five. Okay, yards so it's like 250. So 250, basically. Okay, so actually, I would I would then say move that number down to two 250, 255, 252 and a half. Let's call it that. Over under, Matt. I think it goes way over. Yeah, big yeah. day for Casey Thompson. I think he's gonna have a good game. Jed. Sorry, I'm writing this down. I'm <laughs> I can't I, write that fast. I'm also I'm also with Matt. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, and I, I think, think he's going to play the full game. I don't. I, I yikes. I would say little that, idea where you're going then. <laughs> well, yeah, that Matt Matt thinks this is going to be a closer game than it is. Um, no, he just. I, I said he, I think he's going to play the whole game. Oh, I thought you said he's not going to. No, 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 no. I think this game. I'm ends, going over, and he's not playing the whole game. I think this game ends um, within seven points. Okay, we'll get there in a second, but I'm going over. I'm going over. I think it's going to be a big day for our offense in general. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. It's going to have to be in order for us to have a chance of winning. I think it's definitely going to be a high-scoring game. I I don't even know what the over/under as far as point total is, but I'm taking the over no matter what it is. I'll get it for you. That's fine, but again, I don't care what it is. I'm taking the over because I think both teams could easily get into the thirties. Um, so I'm not worried about that whatsoever. Wow. I'm actually kind of surprised at this. The over under is a straight 61. I'm yeah. taking the over on that easy. hundred percent easy on the over. Nebraska currently is a, is an even five favorite. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the over as well. But I don't know that it's going to be drastic. Uh, the Indiana secondary, it's kind of funny. They had a lot of uh, hope for the Indiana secondary coming into this season. Kind of a lot like ours. 
mainly just for coaching purposes, not for experience, obviously, with ours, because we only had one returning starter. But Indiana had like three returning starters in their secondary, Damn. and they're still trash. So they are surprisingly bad, a lot like ours is, but for different reasons. Um, so I'll, pro- I'll probably take the over on the 250. I think Casey Thompson forget that whatever is rushing yards even if he gets sacked a few times and loses some yards on that total that uh so you're putting it the total offense not passing right total offense yeah okay i i'm still gonna go with the over on that. this is wild i'm actually looking at this the just the uh quarterback comparison this bezelak or bezelak that they have bezelak yeah connor bezelak he's thrown it 202 times as opposed to casey thompson's 117 yep Casey Thompson's completed 76. He's completed a 108. Thompson has 995 total yards, and he has 1,171. Mm-hmm. For damn near 80-plus, 80 82 more passing <laughs> attempts, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's again, bad. The, the yards per attempt, Casey Thompson's 8.5. He's at 5.8, so literally reverse those numbers. I mean, yeah. it's... <laughs> that's pretty wild. No, I think I think this is going to be it. It's a good opportunity for us to get a good feel good win. I think Nebraska covers the spread of five. Um, I would take Nebraska with this. I would take the over easily because I'm not I'm not trusting our defense to stop anybody. No, but I think our our offense is going to be able to run a little bit on them. Uh, definitely taking the over, just like you guys said. Yeah. But I'm going to take Indiana. I think it's going to be. Probably a field goal that decides. Indiana plus five. Wow. I Again, over, over, over on the total. I, I don't think that's even a remote question. But um, I, as far as the game, it's. do I believe that Indiana or Nebraska is going to come out and win this game? That Most of it's my fandom, probably. Yes. <laughs> but... That's all we've got right it's now. It's also this fucking team. And I'm going to go with you, Matt, that Nebraska is going to win this game, but I think it's going to be closer than what the point spread is. Very reluctantly. I, I Again, I, I think that we can beat this team up pretty good. Um, I, I just don't have any reason to trust this team. The, the amount of scoring that's going to go on, the winner might be decided by who accidentally snaps the ball out the back of the end zone. Like, you <laughs> just don't fucking know. <laughs> or, or or walks out the back of the end zone. Yeah. Again, this one of the common phrases of this show is... a punt. Like, one of the common phrases of the show is prove it. And until they prove that they win a game that they quote-unquote should, I don't know if they technically should. I, I mean, I guess you could say that because we are... Based on the odds, we're favored. favored we should. According, we, according to ESPN's FBI, we've got a 60.6% chance of winning. But we were also favored to beat Georgia Southern. Yeah. So we should have, and we didn't. We You're were, right. I believe we were favored against Northwestern. We should have, and we didn't. We were favored by 12.5 so, points against Northwestern. So again, it just because we're favored doesn't mean we should and will. Um, I've been beaten by this team too many times to say that we should win any game, but we have to win this game in order to salvage a season where we don't lose double digits for the first time in our history. So I'm going to say we win, but I don't know that we cover. And this may be the most unbelievable night in Hornester football history.